Hey everybody, I'm Mia. I am Kia. And this is... Hey, hey speaking, speaking of real estate. Welcome back to Speaking of Real Estate with Mia and Kia. This is episode two, Critical Info for Buyers, part one. Critical information that would benefit the buyer prior to getting this process started. Things like who you should contact first when you're ready to buy a house and why upfront out-of-pocket expenses, when to begin looking at houses, and also a few tips that will help the process go smoothly. First stop, your realtor. Your realtor will connect you with every professional you need throughout the home buying process. That would include your mortgage lender, homeowners insurance and home warranty representatives, home inspectors, general contractors, everything that you need for the entire transaction. While some professionals charge up front, others may be able to wait until closing. Nonetheless, you want to be prepared for these expenses just in case we can't or your real estate agent can't negotiate these things to be paid out at closing or to be covered by the seller. Probably the first thing you're gonna kick out money for is earnest money. Earnest money is definitely number one on the list. This is typically paid at the time you enter into a contract. It just indicates your commitment to follow through with the home purchase. It shows that you are earnest about <laughs> purchasing this home. It's usually paid in the form of a check, Money order, money order, cashier's check, cashier's check. Yeah. And it's held in an escrow account. Your agent or we will explain all that to you at the time <laughs> that process that's in the contract, exactly what happens to that money. But it's mm -hmm. basically being held in escrow until closing and is should all go well is applied to your loan amount at closing at closing yeah earnest money it's a basically more or less a deposit that a home buyer pays to a seller as a show of good faith the amount you'll pay for earnest money will vary but it's typically between one and five percent of the contract price that depends on if there are several offers on the property it could be a number of things that will uh, change that amount the competition levels in the market just the atmosphere of the market and your real estate agent will mm -hmm. help you in determining what is necessary mm -hmm. in earnest money based on that market's atmosphere. That's right. Just remember that this is a an upfront expense that can definitely be negotiated. Okay. Yes. All right. So another upfront expense to cover would be inspections. Once you found your home, it's highly recommended that you get the proper inspections. You have to determine whether there are any underlying issues with the home. You know, kind of see what you're getting into before you complete the purchase. At that point, you may require a general home inspection, which would take a look at what? The roof, the foundation, electrical, plumbing, and HVAC. Yeah, Those are you kind of want to look at your general home inspector as like mm -hmm. a general practitioner. That's correct. You know what I mean? They'll check out everything they can about the house in mm -hmm. general and then pretty much refer you out from there. That's correct, <laughs> that's correct. And your lender may also require a termite inspection. Otherwise known as a CL100. CL100, okay. So the price of a home inspection can be anywhere from 350 to about $500. Depends on the square footage of the home, yes. whether the home is on a crawl space or a slab, all of that stuff. Or if you have a septic that, tank, mm -hmm. or if there's any other additional mm -hmm. inspection, 
processes needed, like maybe gas or yeah, you know, something like that. Testing of water if you yeah, have a well. Water testing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Shop but, around. Yeah, you want to be prepared. The other thing is your HVAC inspection, mm-hmm. roof, foundation, HVAC, plumbing, and electric. All of those are going to need to be inspected, and may need additional inspection after your home inspector says, "Hey, you might want to get someone who's licensed." in a certain area um, to take an additional look and diagnose it further. So that could be an, another upfront expense. Um, some professionals will come out. Sometimes they'll do a free estimate while others you know, may prefer to be paid now or they may wait until closing. A few other upfront expenses would have to be regarding your mortgage lender. There are several expenses that are enclosed in your closing costs the attorney's fees and costs being one of them, but your mortgage lender is going to have to pull your credit. That's a small fee, anywhere from $25 to $100, depending on your lender. Your home will have to have an appraisal. They want to determine the value of the property in order to loan money on it, and that can be anywhere from three to 500 bucks. Another optional upfront cost would be a property survey, just in case there's an issue or a question about the boundary lines on your property, and that can go anywhere up to about $500. Another important out-of-pocket expense would be your down payment, which is paid at closing. So unless you're applying for a no money down loan, like a VA or a USDA loan, you will likely have a down payment. That can range anywhere from three and a half if you have an FHA loan, up to about 20% for most conventional loans. But we'll get into the types of loans, you know, of course, in a later episode. We want to discuss when you should start looking for a home. So at this point, you know what you're pre-approved for. You know what real estate agent you're going to use. Now it is time to start looking. It is important that you know where you want to be. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing in real estate. Location, location, location. Those are literally mm-hmm. the three most important things in real estate. Mm-hmm. So you know where you want to be. Then you know the specs of your house, what exactly it is you're looking for. That helps to narrow down your search. Now it is time to go looking. You may not always be able to find 100% of everything on your list. This is true. This so is true. I would maybe choose three to five things that are really important to you. Agreed. In your next home. Your three absolute must-haves. Mm-hmm. Narrow it down because, <laughs> yeah, it is rare you come across that perfect home. There are people who get their houses built mm-hmm. and it's still... They're a little underwhelmed with the results because it's hard to just find the absolute perfect home. Mia is absolutely correct. Those three things that you absolutely must have to be happy in your home. Now onto a few tips. After you get these inspections, you may come across some repairs that may need to be fixed some issues that may need to be repaired. Just keep in mind the seller is not obligated to make any of these repairs. Most of the time people are very cooperative and they want the process to go well, but there may be a situation where the seller just can't do it. Mm -hmm. If you really love this house, if you really want this house, then it is important that you have something in reserves to cover any potential expenses that may come up such as repairs that the seller is unable or unwilling to make. The more you have in reserves, the more cushion you have, the easier this process can go. That's right. A good homeowner always has it in their budget, a miscellaneous column for unexpected expenses. And sometimes after you've moved in, things can come up that may need your attention or repair. So we just want you to be fully prepared going through the home buying process. I do have another tip for you. 
Now, you should not make any purchases without talking to your realtor and your lender during this home buying process. That means do not charge furniture for your new house. Do not purchase a new vehicle. Do not open any credit accounts until after you've closed on your home. This changes your debt to income ratio and then your loan might be required to go back for an additional review with your lender and this could absolutely delay closing or result in a breach or termination of contract. So plan accordingly to ensure that you can close on your loan without delay. Definitely consult with your lender because that is a money concern and (laughs) you definitely want to talk to the money people. But yeah, talk to your agent, talk to your lender before you go opening any new accounts. It is so easy for a deal to fall apart Mm -hmm. even at the closing table because of stuff Mm -hmm. like this. So like Mia said, try to refrain from opening any new accounts until after you've closed on your home. So to recap everything we went over today, number one was who you should contact first when getting ready to buy a house and why. Like Mia explained, you wanna contact your real estate agent because they are connected to different partners and especially mortgage lenders who can help you with getting pre-approved and- And close on time. And close on time. We've already built those relationships. Right. The next thing we covered was upfront and out-of-pocket expenses. Mm -hmm. Those were things like earnest money, inspection costs, Mm -hmm. appraisal fees, a potential credit pull fee from the lender, Mm -hmm. and also being prepared for down payment and Mm -hmm. having reserves for repairs that may not be covered by the seller mm-hmm. or repairs or things that may come up in terms of maintenance mm-hmm. once you become a homeowner. That's correct. And next, when to begin looking for houses. Mm-hmm. That is basically... Based on your pre-approval and when you know your numbers. Right. And, mm-hmm. and when you know where you want to be. What you're looking for. Yeah. And, <laughs> and when you get those top three things that you absolutely must have, when mm-hmm. you know those top three things that you got to have in your home Mm -hmm. Uh, and then there were a few tips Mia yes about not making purchases during the home buying process yes definitely Mm -hmm. Uh, discuss that with your mortgage lender your real estate agent Mm -hmm. prior to doing anything if you're in the process of buying a house Mm -hmm. do not we repeat do not open any new accounts especially without consulting your realtor and mortgage lender first that is correct no delaying of your closing that pretty much concludes our episode today Before we go, we got to discuss wine. (laughs) So uh, today we are enjoying a Christmas wine. It is a a red table. It's a red blend, a table wine. It's literally a Christmas wine. Literally. The makers of this wine are out of Asheville, North Carolina. But it's a red blend. It's a table wine. And it's more fruit-based. Uh, so it's got some sweet notes to it. Um, it's not very bitter at all. Mia really enjoyed it. I like it. I like it with any meal. This is her wine choice, and it turned out to be pretty good. Yeah, I'm surprised at my options here. I, I, I'm doing all right at this wine choosing thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it's a great holiday wine. As far as Christmas, you can have it with, what, cranberry sauce and some turkey and ham or whatever you're gonna be or just by itself by itself yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, you can, you just have it by itself, yeah. you know. But yeah, it's a pretty good one. It's the holidays, so again, y'all drink responsibly. Be safe out there. Please. Please be 21 and older. Please. And enjoy your family. <laughs> and this will probably be the last episode until after the new year. That's correct. We've got new equipment that we are setting up and training on so we can deliver a more quality podcast. We've also got a few other things we're going to incorporate. So we're going to take this time off to enjoy family, allowing you guys to do the same, and also work on the quality of material content we produce. That's what we're going to be doing. That's right. So as always, thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of Hey, Hey, Speaking speaking of Real Estate, estate. (laughs) happy holidays. Happy holidays, guys.